Hi everyone, it's Alex. Just wanted to put a quick heads up at the start of the episode. A major plot point this week was a character who films the women he has sex with. However, these women have not consented to being filmed. We talk about this throughout the episode. There is one major discussion that starts at about 31 minutes and lasts until 36. And then we talk about a sex scene he has with Samantha at 53.45 for about a minute. Uh, Precise timestamps should be in the description. With all that being said, we hope you enjoy the episode and thank you for listening. I started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Alright, so hello again to City Girls Make Do, our Sex in the City podcast hosted by me, Stephanie. And me, Alex. And today we're talking about episode two, which is titled Models and Mortals. Um, I guess before we start talking about the episode, I also just wanted to plug Summer's art because she made the most amazing art for our podcast and um she like she also did my twitter uh the icon i'm using on twitter as well as um like a few of my other friends so they're amazing so check her out if you can um i guess i can link her art yeah check some out yeah i'll check uh, i'll link it in the description of the episode later but um yeah she did our art um oh yeah and i guess we should introduce ourselves with the nicknames that we said we were going to do so i'm stephanie aka uh, a big preston giraffe uh i'm alex aka Zanderella. Ooh, i like that <laughs> all right so um Oh, yeah. And I guess also we now have a Twitter and a Tumblr and a Gmail set up. So they're all City Girls Make Do. Uh, if you want to find us on there, uh, especially if you want to send us questions or anything, uh, those are the places to do them. Um, so I guess we should get into this episode. What do you think? Oh, I absolutely hated every part of it. We're on episode two and already everyone's like characterization is all over the place. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, I felt like especially Miranda was really bad this episode for just being like, it just all over the page on what her personality is supposed to be. Um, She literally went back on her word from last week's episode. Yeah, it's it's like, I guess we'll get into the specifics after, but I just, uh, I was very frustrated by pretty much everyone except maybe samantha i guess but that's kind of how every episode goes maybe every episode we should like rank them from who is the best and who is the worst out of all in terms of sex and city um Um, so i guess um this episode opens with carrie doing uh her her usual voiceover talking about this dinner party that miranda goes to with a sports agent who once said she had nice legs (laughs) oh god i hate that can you because so she says they met like on the same elevator line and i can't imagine just this in my head i'm picturing him going like 
oh hey i'm nick by the way you've got nice legs yeah and then in what world is that someone that you want to actually go to a dinner party with um or do anything with if someone talked to me in an elevator i would immediately just well i would be screaming internally and then (laughs) i would just leave the elevator as soon as possible even if it wasn't my floor (laughs) um uh, and then the dinner party itself is just like i hate to watch it like so they're sitting at the dinner party and this guy nick who's her date is kind of like so old movie stars you would like to fuck when they were young let's go and so we get some uh (laughs) we get some interesting ones so we get veronica lake the year she made sullivan's travels yeah veronica lake is hot yeah montgomery cliff marilyn monroe bing crosby Um, can we talk about bing crosby for a second yeah 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 (laughs) because that's kind of gross yeah, well, she the the girl who says it kind of is like, yeah, I know, but but why? I don't know. Like, I mean, who's listening to White Christmas and is like, this guy's fuckable? Yeah, no, not me. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't really like think about anyone being fuckable from that long ago because I just think about them being old now. But I don't know. I really because I like sort of like old Hollywood stuff. I'm a big fan of everyone's favorite podcast you must remember this it's the best um and i i used to like watch all those movies i really like it i don't know if i want to fuck any of them just because (laughs) it was like the 50s and they're all terrible yeah that's true i mean there's some people now who are you know old enough that you could call them old and i'm like yeah that they're still fuckable like i feel like i look at john slattery and i'm like okay you know you're you got the white hair and you're probably could be my grandfather but you know i get it um yeah or like i don't know there's i get it a couple times but in the for the most part i don't know it's just a weird question to me (laughs) I guess it's like a dinner party question, you know. Yeah, I guess so. And Miranda says Sean Connery yesterday, today, and tomorrow. No. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that, Miranda. You're bad, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't get the appeal of Sean Connery. I know. I think like my mum does. Maybe every woman over the age of like fifty does. But it's just he just seems gross. He's not. He's nothing special. He's not. Yeah, I don't think he's attractive at all. And I don't know. Maybe it's because like I, maybe if I was in a James Bond, maybe. But I'm not, and so it just does nothing for me. It's just bad. <laughs> but Miranda thinks it's good. Yeah, at this dinner party though, we have a black woman, which is rare for the show. True. It's a, well, except for in like a couple episodes where that's like a plot point, but. <laughs> we but, have two like whole people of color in this episode it's wild that is wild um and she's only in the episode for you know a, about 30 seconds which is the same <laughs> for the other person but i think um, the other one has like two. Oh yeah no for sure it's a very come in and out and then leave um so they're not really full i don't even think either of them are named <laughs> Um, yeah. So this dinner party, uh, I guess Miranda's in the kitchen later with some of the women and they basically are like mention that, you know, her date Nick has this thing for models and Charlotte's like, wait, what? 
and uh, they're they're kind of explaining that like basically the models come and they just like push their food around and pout and like every single time he has a new date they all ask like he asks the exact same question every single time about which old school person would you want to fuck. Well, they only show two, at least in the one I watch, and yeah, yeah, they don't, they just don't like answer the question. Uh, yeah, I did, I did think to give them credit. I thought maybe this was like Carrie in her head as Miranda is retelling this story, mm. like thinking the same. You know, they had the same conversation, even if they actually didn't. True, interesting but, take. Like, yeah, <laughs> the original theory that they have the same conversation every single night is more fun i I like that and because like every single time they show it they're just like more and more bored with having to answer the exact same question they like just deliver their line all depressed like (laughs) (laughs) because obviously models have absolutely nothing in their brain so they can't answer a real question (laughs) like one of them yeah one of them says like charlie sheen and i'm like wait what And then the other one, like, oh, this is awful. And then the other one, like, basically just whispers in the guy's ear and then gets up to go to the bathroom and they're all just like, another girl who just is coming into dinner and then going to purge in the middle of dinner. And you're like, "Mm, I hate this. It's bad. It's so uncomfortable the way they talk. Because if you haven't clued in, the whole episode is about models. And it's the way they talk about them is so horrible. It's so horrible from both ends of it. It's like, it's so shitty that men are like glorifying these models, but then it's also just like, these models are so dumb. <laughs> On It's just, yeah. I don't know what the show is going for sometimes when in terms of tone, because it's just like, I, I just have no idea. Um, but like... A better exploration would be like, oh, the you know, men are going for looks over someone they'd actually, uh, you know, gel with in terms of conversation and personality. That's the conversation you want to have, not like models are all stupid and have eating disorders. Yeah, yeah, because that seems to be a thing that they bring up multiple times, and it's like, I just, I mean, maybe it's because we're not in New York. I don't know. Maybe it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do know people who are models, like, and they're just. And do they have air for brains? <laughs> yeah, they're really. St- they're always walking into walls. It's really funny. Yeah, well, that must be bad. <laughs> but no, but a model is just like a normal person who's just photogenic. Yeah. Or yeah. fits into the very because there's such specific rules for models. They just fit into that. They're just genetically, that's just what they are. They're just tall, they're thin, they're whatever. Yeah. And decided to pursue that, yeah. They're not aliens. No, they're not. But the show very much treats it like they are. Like, they're this different class of women who's just, like, this unattainable... It's their, the real women's competition in the world, um, which I don't think that's anyone's problem in real life, but... I guess for the sake of this episode, let's just assume that it is a real problem, I guess, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then after this, so we get we get this Carrie explanation because she says, this kind of guy is a modelizer. And so a modelizer is, you might be able to guess, so it's like a womanizer. 
but she says a womanizer will sleep with just about anything in a skirt. But a modelizer, wait, wait for this, because you'll never guess what it means. It means that a modelizer will only sleep with models. (laughs) God, Carrie, not everything needs a fucking name. Right? And so, and models can be found in the wild in New York. (laughs) And Carrie actually says the phrase that the men can feel the creatures in their natural habitat. So, like, the the models are not women. They're they're creatures. (laughs) Which, Carrie, no. Oh um, god. It's just <laughs> because okay, I'll get to it later, but like a guy calls them things and she's like all acting all offended like she didn't just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand if we're supposed to be criticizing the men who do that or if we're like I but at the same time the show is trying to tell us that that's what we're supposed to think at the same time. So, uh yeah, I have no idea. Just me neither. <laughs> Um, so then I guess we get this scene in Carrie's apartment. And this is the first time we've seen Carrie's apartment. Her her infamous rent-controlled apartment that uh, she would never be able to afford on her, you know, writer's salary. <laughs> she I can't afford anything she buys with her writer's salary. I refuse to believe she's poor because... Well, she lives in Manhattan. And she's always buying designer stuff. She's going out to, like, clubs every, you know, pretty much every day. She's going out to some fancy restaurant or a club and going out to brunch and having breakfast and ordering takeout because she clearly, I don't think she can cook. Well, and she's never working. Like, multiple times in this episode, we just see her. It's the middle of the day and she's just, you know, like, at her friend's job. Like, multiple times with different friends just talking while they do work and she's not doing anything. And I'm like, how... Are you sustaining yourself in this world? Even if she works from home, she's never, like, meeting an editor. Like, what do you do? Having a conversation, (laughs) just emailing people, or something, like, nothing you think someone who works a lot from home would do. She's always out. She's never in her fucking apartment unless she's having sex with someone. Or if it's, like, one in the morning and she's writing, because it's always, like, whenever she's writing from home, it's always, like, midnight and she's in bed, like, hunched over her laptop being, like... I don't know, whatever she says. What's the thing she says all the time? <laughs> I started to wonder. <laughs> <laughs> and she has a pretty nice apartment. She has this like one bedroom apartment um, and all the girls are there. They all fit comfortably in it. If I try to put four people in my apartment in not downtown New York, um, you'd be pretty, it'd be pretty crowded. So... <laughs> Um, it's like every time you go to a friend's apartment it's either a little tiny box or they have like eight roommates yeah no exactly and i'm like lucky to be living alone off of a pretty decent job in like not even a big city so like i don't know anyway and this is the problem with every show set in new york ever so it's not like we're the first people to talk about this but no but it's just going to annoy me more and more every single time I know. It's every time we see her stupid apartment. <laughs> oh. oh, but Carrie has Carrie has her iconic hair. Oh, she does. Yeah, her hair is like actually blonde now, and it's like the it's it's you know down and curly and not this weird auburny red color. So you know we're getting into to the shows. You know, I, I guess. I mean, I guess you can tell that it was the first episode was clearly a pilot that they shot, and then just decided to air the pilot. Yeah, true, true. They could have just reshot it, but... Her hair is six inches longer than it was. You know what? You're right, it actually is. She looks very different from the pilot, for sure. 
everyone else looks pretty much the same though but um mm, we kind of got a bit of more of the fashion coming in of like everyone's individual styles it's true we do have a little bit to talk about with that which should be kind of fun <laughs> so yeah they're all just chatting about obviously miranda's uh terrible day because this guy like just dropped her home and made it pretty clear that he didn't have any intention of actually seeing her yeah and my favorite thing is that she says to them that uh, when they're talking about guys who are modelizers, she said, these men should be shot on sight. <laughs> Which, like, that's a mood. Thanks, Miranda. <laughs> At least she has, like, a good take, but, like, she flip-flops this whole episode, so who even knows? <laughs> I think, like, if I had to be friends with any of them, it would be Miranda, because she would get along well with just, like, randomly saying, I hate men and they should be shot on sight. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, I'd like to hang out with Samantha, but at the same time, if I was like, I hate men, she'd be like, I'd like to suck their dicks, though, so I can't, like, live without them. (laughs) And so... Yeah, I wouldn't have to explain to Miranda that I don't actually hate men, I just get very frustrated. Yeah, Um, same. But Samantha would just, you know... (laughs) come out with a martini glass and just be like oh maybe you should try fucking them and i'd be like i can't miranda Samantha. whatever they all have the same name they do all have the same name it's true <laughs> i don't know i'd kind of like to be friends with all of them because they would all just have really stupid things to say back to me that i would just love to hear like i would love to be friends with a charlotte and say like i don't know just say something obscene and have her just look at me like how on earth did you just say that horribly cursed thing and then have <laughs> it's her not just... even curse you just said like taint well okay the taint is curse i'm sorry but like taint <laughs> is the second worst body part so like only after feet but so yeah so they're talking they're sitting around having like these chinese takeout talking about um talking about these modelizers and uh they're talking about like oh these men you know they basically just want to date these giraffes with big breasts and okay charlotte says this one line and this is like her only line in the episode she does absolutely nothing this whole episode but she basically says this one thing that's like in some cultures heavy women with mustaches are considered beautiful and i'm like charlotte what culture are you talking about I've literally never, ever heard of a culture being like, mustaches on women, those are hot. Like, I mean, whatever culture this is, I think I should move that. It's a good thing. But at the same time, I'm like, I've literally never heard of this. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. My One of my favorite bits of acting in this episode is from Kim Cattrall, who plays Samantha. Like, yes. After Charlotte says this, she, go, she says, um... Why are you looking at me when you say that? And then, as the camera pans away from her, she's gently touching her upper lip. <laughs> I totally missed that. I need to go back and watch this now. Just, <laughs> uh, I need to pay more attention to this background acting because just uh, Kim Cattrall is amazing. <laughs> she is. She's honestly the best. Oh, she's so good. Yeah, despite the fact that they give her the most absolutely god-awful lines to say throughout the show, but she does the best with what she can, truly. She has, like, another really great bit in this scene, too, because they're, like, they all kind of start putting themselves down, and Carrie's, like, like, what is it? Charlotte starts by saying she really hates her thighs, because they're looking at this, like, Vogue magazine and being like, well, I can't look at this without feeling like absolute shit, because I have to compare myself to every woman. 
and like so Charlotte hates her thighs and Miranda hates her chin which is like have you ever heard someone say that before like that's <laughs> no. the thing you hate if, if you hate your chin more than any other part of your body then I'm pretty sure you're you don't need to worry about your body um <laughs> I mean I've had weird things about my chin but also I, I honestly think my image of myself is entirely warped I feel like that's yeah I feel like some people just that's that's the case for a lot of people um, I think because I I had a thing because all right so I'm an actor an actor <laughs> but like every time I watch myself on screen you end up because you instead of actually paying attention to you acting you're like oh I'm just gonna fixate on some weird thing my face does for this <laughs> really? entire five minutes and I'm staring at my face and I'm like my chin is lopsided I have a lopsided chin it's slightly it's slightly how are you staring at your chin? Can you see your chin from your... No, but like when I'm seeing myself like on screen, if I'm being recorded. Oh, like when you're watching it back. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And I just like <laughs> stare at it. It's really weird. But I'm like, why would... She's a lawyer. Why would she be looking at her chin? I have no idea. I mean, it makes sense for me to do that when I have any... Like, you know, it makes sense for me to be vain and weird. <laughs> But it's never something I've ever thought about. I've never thought about my chin before. Like, there's lots of things where I've been like, you know, maybe I don't like my nose today, or maybe I don't like my legs. But then it's, I've literally never thought about my chin in my life. It'd be like saying, I really don't like my ears. Well, I guess a lot of, there are people who don't like their ears, so I shouldn't say that, I guess. Maybe, it's like saying I don't like my kneecaps. <laughs> I don't like my <laughs> elbows. Yeah, I don't like my <laughs> elbows. <laughs> But, okay, okay, sure, Miranda. I guess if that's your biggest problem, then that's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Carrie Carrie doesn't like her nose, which is weird, because it's not even like Sarah Jessica Parker has a big nose or anything. So, I don't know. But, I mean, I guess they had to make something up, but... I guess they had to write it. Like, you couldn't... It'd be a bit awkward if they said, so, ladies, what do you hate about yourselves? I, and then Carrie comes out and says, I really hate it when people say I look like a horse. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> like I guess they can't they can't do that so <laughs> have you seen Ed Wood uh no I have not oh my god because Sarah Jessica Parker is in that and she's playing an actress she reads a review of a play she's in and she's like do I really look like a horse do, is that actually from a movie I thought people just said that because of South Park funny good awful show South Park it's, it's probably both Maybe that was like where the horse. Maybe she had been told you look like a horse and decided to say that line. But like, she's gotta just be ruined. So horrible. Point. It's a horrible thing to say about somebody. But I really, it's really because that has kind of prevailed. It's kind of sad. It really she is. Look like a horse. No, when she's I, yeah, I don't know where it really comes from. But anyway, she she hates her nose apparently. So that's sure and then my favorite part is that now samantha is just like she's just sitting there quietly and then all the girls kind of look at her and they're just like they're kind of just implying like what do you hate about yourself like like you're not saying anything and samantha's just like i love the way i look (laughs) and i'm like thank you for this uh but they basically always play her up to be like this incredibly unrealistic woman like oh yeah no one is actually like this it's just samantha and it's like well more people should be like you and a lot of more people are like maybe not all the time but and i feel like when people are more confident that 
they probably like Samantha probably does have hang-ups I think we see throughout the rest of the series that she does like she is insecure about some things oh absolutely she just appreciates the way she looks and I think they do make a joke that she's had plastic surgery oh it's true yeah because then Miranda says this thing right after that where Miranda's like well you should like the way you look because you've paid enough for it (laughs) and it's like (laughs) that's kind of a weird thing to say to a friend I guess but I mean I do have to say that I looked it up because I thought this episode is written really weird and it was written by Darren Starr who is a man he's he's like the creator of the show isn't he yeah but I'm like oh this isn't how women talk (laughs) yeah that's exactly why so I wonder if that's the case for most of the show like I don't know who wrote the majority of the episodes we should look into that i guess but yeah i think he probably is like a main writer it's just like i feel like sometimes it shows more than others oh for sure yeah it's like this is obviously what every woman thinks yeah it's like this isn't i I, I mean i've had conversations i think we both have had conversations with someone where we're like oh i don't like this part of myself i don't like this part but you don't you just go i hate my thighs and then don't explain I like the chin thing. No one, people don't really bring up their chin. Yeah. She might say, oh, I don't like my face or I don't like my bone structure or this is, but you're not so specific. It's true. And they just sound so Mm. devastated about it. Like Charlotte kind of makes it seem like looking at this magazine, it makes me just absolutely devastatingly depressed. Yeah. Which isn't like a thing. (laughs) It's like, okay, then why are you reading these magazines? I don't understand. Yeah. I like, mean, you can see someone be a bit self-conscious, but it's not literally looking at a picture of someone who is attractive makes you feel bad. I know. There's some other stuff on top of that, usually. Yeah, it's it's just, it makes absolutely no sense. It's just, yeah. and, and then Carrie, when she's basically being like, oh, well, we're all beautiful, so why are we intimidated by this? But when she says that, she calls him like a beautiful flesh and blood woman. I'm like, as opposed, <laughs> as opposed to what? Like... <laughs> I'm really not sure what two robots. Yeah, so I have no idea. Um, Carrie just has such a little words. I just <laughs> I could so never weird. put it. I could never put it as well as Carrie does. She's truly incredible. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we have another talking heads, which is I need to talk about this woman called Cinderella. Oh yes, the the model. Yeah, because this show has the wildest fucking names. I actually didn't even notice that her name was that until I saw the end credits and I saw that that was one of the the people credited. And I was like, this is just some extra. Why not just call them, like, Tina or something? <laughs> like, just call them, just call her, like, any other name. But it's like, it's... <laughs> maybe it's because she's a model, so she has to be, like, this individualist, like, she has to be, I don't know. Like Linda Evangelista and her crazy name. Yeah, which I don't. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like yeah, it's like it's like Zaniel Beddingfield. It's just where is this coming from? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing really important happens. We don't learn any new information in this fucking talking head, which is why they're pointless. Well, because then we also see the guy. Like, there's one talking head with her, and it's just her talking about dating guys and then they show another one with the guy that Miranda went out and he basically is just like talking about why he likes to fuck models so much and like 
mentions how, you know, it's not like models don't have brains. They just don't need to use them. Oh. oh, and then he says this other really awful line. And I'm just like, I want to kill you. He says this line that is like, sometimes my friends think I'm shallow. Sometimes I think they're right. Other times I think, hey, I'm fucking. <laughs> We're meant to hate this guy. And I do. Well done. But like we're not learning any new information we already knew this about him no exactly it's such a specific like issue it's so bizarre like okay i live in a pretty big city i don't think i've ever come across a guy that exclusively dates models i guess model like modeling was a really big thing yeah in the 90s as opposed to now where like everyone can just be a model yeah I mean, there's definitely guys who are, you know, like, incredibly shallow who will... I mean, there's also girls like that, too. Like, there, it's not, like, a gender-exclusive thing, but, like, I mean, obviously there's some people who are a lot more, you know, they care more about people's looks, but I've literally I never, ever met someone in my life who's, like, I would only date a model. Yeah. P- people who are, like, no, I just am shallow. I only date, like, eights or not. I only, I only date nines out of ten at yeah. the least. Those exactly. guys exist. Those people exist. Oh, for Not sure. Like I only, oh, I go down to fucking elite models and I just ask for their latest books. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess they do make it sound like, oh, you know, like this is kind of a New York thing because, you know, there's actually models here, whereas like in other towns, there aren't really models. But at the same time, like, what do these models even see in these guys? Like, I guess that is kind of the other side that we get from the talking head because the models are kind of just like, oh, you know, um, they buy me things, or they take me places. Like, okay, you're a model. Do you not make money to do that yourself? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> you have a job. You pro- you get paid fairly well, I think. I don't know how much models get paid, but I guess it depends. But yeah, I guess it depends on the work you do. But like, I, I don't know. Is this guy super rich? I don't know. I feel like if you're a, if you're like a top model. Then you're dating like oligarchs, yeah, or celebrities. Exactly. You're not dating some, you're not dating some like rando lawyer who probably has a good job and is paid well. But you're dating like the top of the. You're dating the one percent. Yeah, no, for sure. And this guy, like the guy Miranda was seeing, he's like a sports agent, which I don't. I mean, he's he sounds like he's well off, but not you know, like a billionaire or anything like that. So, but. Oh, and then one of the models says that she, she she's talking about, like, I have a brain. I can read. I read a whole magazine cover to cover. <laughs> Which I just, I love that. I, I hate it, but I love it so much. <laughs> I feel like if the episode was less, like, hateful and just all these silly jokes, it, I wouldn't have cared. It would have yeah. been funny. But, because, like, that's kind of funny. But, like, the rest of it's just, like, they're bimbos. They're literal inflatable boobs on a stick, and it's like just leave people alone. They can't really help the way they look. Yeah, it's it's very the like that one that you know that one really old Tumblr post that was like normal girl or like me versus other girls, and then the other girl is like this tan blonde tall bimbo, and then me is like yeah. the yeah the girl with the books. It's like that's what this episode <laughs> feels like, except for additionally with take from like the men too not just the take from the you know individualist girl who's normal yeah i really wanted like double bad takes yeah oh well that's that's what you get this episode so you're in luck (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Can we talk about this fucking guy I hate? Barkley? The second guy I, ha- I hate. Barkley? I hate him. His name's Barkley. <laughs> like a dog. Don't you love it? Don't you love that every character on the show has the most ridiculous fake name? And this is our first scene that we get where Carrie is just at some friend's job and not doing absolutely anything yeah like during the day yeah apparently this guy like he paints but he never sells anything yeah but he has this really nice loft yeah he has this beautifully huge loft and he i don't know like how he affords anything um because he lives in manhattan yeah he's like this 20-ish looking guy he's blonde and kind of cute i guess um but he's he seems like this huge asshole um although the show doesn't even really treat him like they kind of treat him like that, but then Carrie's almost just intrigued about him more than anything, it seems like. Yeah, it seems, it doesn't even seem like they're friends. It seems like she just met him and wanted to interview him. I just, I have no idea where she even met this guy. Because I'm not sure if they're supposed to be friends or what. They literally never tell you. It's just like, oh yeah, Carrie's with this guy right now. And, uh... It, yeah, I think, oh, he looked familiar. He's the guy from Suits. Oh, I've never seen Sorry. suits before. Is he like the main guy in suits? No, neither. Is he the main suit? I think. Does he wear a suit? I think he's the suit. <laughs> I think he's the suit. Okay, well, that's good to know. I'm happy he had like a good career after debuting on this amazing HBO show. As just the worst guy imaginable, as a, a criminal. He's awful. And he, like, Carrie is asking him about, you know, him being a modelizer. And he says to her that he, he, you have to treat models like you treat dogs. He literally, he literally says you have to treat models like you treat dogs and show no fear. Carrie's, like, just intrigued. Like, she's not, you know, wildly offended by this horrible thing to say. I just, she's just like, you're treating them like things? And he's like, yeah, because they are beautiful things. And she just blinks. <laughs> she fucking blinks and is like, okay. I hate it. I hate it so much. And then he's the worst part. We haven't even gotten to the worst part yet. Because he has to show her his real art. His real art that he can't show to the public. And like he takes her over to this weird setup of TVs. And it's like eight piles eight TVs piled on top of each other like as a thing it's very like art school broken TV it's that fucking Portlandia sketch it's, of the uh, fucking broken TVs it's That's fucking what it is. awful and like even though I've seen this episode before it's been a while so I couldn't really remember what was gonna happen but as soon as I saw those TVs I was like please fucking please do not be what I think this is going to be I'm gonna kill you please fuck no and then he hits play and then every single TV has like a clip of him fucking a different woman on it and it's just it's they're all models and carrie's like this man slept with half the perfume ads in september's vogue and i'm like well that's a this isn't the time to make jokes and then she just like sits down on the couch and she's just like she's just like not into it i guess but she's just curious and she like lights up a cigarette (laughs) like to keep watching it it's like she's watching some nature documentary. She just is unfazed by this whole thing. It's so bizarre. And, like, my favorite part about it is, like, when you are watching the clips on the TV at the very end, there's, like, a second where the guy, just, like, this Barkley guy just winks it right at the camera. And I hate everything. Oh, and Carrie asks him. She's like, oh, do they know? And he's like, <gasps> sometimes. Yeah, he's like, maybe. Like, so you're showing this woman videos of you fucking these women who probably don't even know that they're on film like 
yeah so you're recording so like this is illegal like i don't know if this was illegal at the time but it definitely is illegal this has to be illegal i think it definitely is i can't imagine being in some guy's apartment he shows me like sex tapes and i'm just like oh cool i'll have a cigarette well the idea is basically just like i feel like the way you're supposed to think about it is you know this guy's like a little bit fucked up but you know like that's just you know boys will be boys they're kind of like this guy's just a weirdo but i mean i guess you know that's just how some guys are but it's not played up to be like this is a horrifying crime it's just like it's kind of fucked up but i mean i guess this is just how the life is and it's so So weird it's so weird to me i just hate it um but then after that she meets skipper and we get our our first fur coat (gasps) yes her fur coat oh she looks really good in this scene like i don't I don't own any fur coats, and I don't like the idea of them, but then at the same time, I see her in one, and I'm like, oh, this this is this is good. <laughs> I do have a fur coat. Actually, I have two. Oh, yeah. I have I have one faux, and I have one real, which was, like, from a grayon or something. See, that's the thing with fur. Yeah, I always feel like if you're... If you're going to have fur, I guess the thing is, like, if it's a hand-me-down, it's kind of different than going out and buying, like, new fur... Like that, it's it feels different to me, but at the same time, I guess it's kind of just like wearing it and being like, "This looks good," and then other people are like, "Oh, that looks really good," and so other people want to wear fur. I don't know. Maybe that's. It's. I mean, it's weird to have it on your skin. It's very soft, but then you're like, "This is a dead animal." I'm a vegetarian too. I don't eat meat, so like, I can't really use that excuse. <laughs> just, but I don't eat meat, but I do wear them. <laughs> I mean that's different because you're reusing it multiple times. A me- like a meat for a meal only lasts once, so it's different. <laughs> so welcome to our show where we justify fur. We justify fur and say that eating meat is bad. I mean, I don't. I eat meat, but uh, <laughs> but I mean, I I guess. But then I guess leather is kind of the same thing. It's still you know. I mean, although I guess all the I only really own fake leather. But oh, same. I'm too poor for any real like leather or fur. Well, see, that's the thing is I can't afford real leather. <laughs> but I mean, I guess I like either way. I'd probably still wear fake weather- leather anyway. But yeah. But anyway, Carrie looks really good, and Skipper looks like a piece of shit because he's Skipper. Um, and so they're like walking. It's maybe they're just doing this for like you know the really good juxtaposition of Carrie looking like this, you know this really high-end fashionable woman whereas he just looks like this 20-something troll he looks like her little brother he does look like her little brother is the thing like it's you know he he i guess he's supposed to look like this kind of awkward geeky guy and like there's a like he looks like that on purpose but i just uh and he's he's asking her about miranda because you know they had that whole thing in the last episode where they made out and stuff and um, he's talking about it and Carrie's like, really? You know, like, Miranda never mentioned anything. And Skipper's like, well, maybe she's been busy. And uh, the worst part is then he's just like, we'll call her up now. And then I can see if I can get a hold oh, of her. Oh, this is evil. I hate this so much. Carrie's like, are you sure? And he's just like, oh, yeah, I can take it. And I just wanted to cover my face because I'm just like, I hate this so much. And then Carrie pulls out her cell phone. <laughs> it's like the size of my nintendo ds it's like it's it's like an eight inch tall flip phone it's it's so good with the little antenna going up it's amazing the antenna it's so good i just 
oh, I love that Carrie has this incredible cell phone. It's just this, oh, I love this show so much. It goes to Miranda's voicemail. Yeah, and then she hands it to Skipper anyway. Well, she, Skipper grabs it. He's like, I want to leave a message. Oh, yeah, you're right. I fucking hate Skipper. I hate him so much. And then he's like, please call me back like 80 times in the most awkward way. And then at the end, he's just like, did I mention this was Skipper? (laughs) Uh, I know that his thing is he's supposed to be awkward. And like, I get that talking to people can be hard. But at the same time, it's just so hard to watch. I just, I'm cringing the whole time. It's not even like awkwardness. It's just like, get the hint. I know. It's just, why do people, why are people not able to understand, you know, like, this person did not call you for a reason? And then, oh, and then Carrie looks right at the camera. Like, she looks right into the fucking camera and she's like, there's a curse put on people who try to hook up their friends. And, like, I want to scream. Why did you hook them up? She knew it would fail. She hooked them up knowing Miranda would hate him. Like, she literally said that in the first episode. She's like, Miranda's going to hate this guy. Like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? You're so stupid. Carrie is so stupid. I hate her so much. Ugh. And then, oh, we go to the fashion show. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so she's. this is the second time that she's, you know, hanging out at someone else's job. <laughs> Which is just a totally normal thing to do. She's with Stanford and she's wearing this like, oh, she's wearing this gorgeous little like black tube dress and this necklace, which is like just this long string of sparkly stuff. It's really good. So is this supposed to be the same day that, well, maybe she was wearing that under the fur coat. Maybe. Although why would she be with Skipper? I don't know. Whatever. Time doesn't make sense. Why does she do anything? But yeah, they're going backstage at this fashion show because Stanford is like a, he's a model agent. Yeah. this is a weird fashion show. It's apparently like it's all women's clothing and then one underwear model. Yeah, and the women are all the women are all wearing, you know, these intricate fashion designs because you know that's what models do when they go down the runway. And the the one single guy that Stanford is dressing is just like literally in a pair of black underwear. And it's not even like there's nothing fancy about it. It's literally just black briefs. It's yeah, it's black boxer briefs that anyone could wear. You could find them at walmart like i don't understand i don't understand how this is a fashion show i get that he's a model and he's like an underwear model and like you know you wear underwear but that's literally it and then so this guy's called derek yes and this whole time i couldn't tell if he was meant to be stupid or if he's just a bad actor i feel like both are true like a little from column a a little column b like uh He's stupid because he's a model, because of course all models have to be stupid. But also, I think he's just a bad actor, too. <laughs> so Yeah. Because he kind of talks like Hulk. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. He's, and, and you know, Stanford's being so weird at him. Like, it's like, this is his client, and he's constantly just fawning over him, being like, you're going to be a big star, you're beautiful. And it's just really weird to me, but... It's very inappropriate. It very is. It's very... But the guy seems, you know, he's pretty chill with it. Like, he seems cool, but... Maybe his character's meant to be stupid. I think that's... (laughs) And just doesn't realize. Honestly, I think that's it. Because that's, like, the case they're making for models. And, I mean, mean, male models are not any exception. I mean, I've seen Zoolander. I know that male models are just (laughs) so stupid. Like, it doesn't matter if you have chiseled abs and sending features. You can still die in a freak gasoline fight accident. Like... That's the thing. Zoolander does the same thing, except it's funny. It's true. Well, Sex the City's a 
I don't even know, would you call it like a dramedy? Like, it's not a comedy, but it's not a drama either. Like, I, it's more comedy than anything, I guess, but. Yeah, I'd say it's probably, a, I, I said it's, yeah, if there's a line, it's like, and comedy's a 10, then I'd say it's about like a 7. Yeah, I would say so too, probably. It's, it's for the most part supposed to be funny, but it's not, the, a lot of the things that I find funny are not supposed to be funny, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those shows. Unintentional. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I guess, uh, so Carrie's, or not Carrie, Samantha's also at the fashion show, because she just goes to all these fashion shows, I guess. Yeah, so they watch it. Not really anything that exciting happens during the show, does it? No, they're in the front row. Oh, yeah, because, um, they meet Barkley again. Oh, yeah, he comes back. Yeah, why, why is New York so small in this world? Like, they're constantly running into people at the exact opportune times i don't like it it's dumb it's so weird and they're sitting in the front row of this fashion show and i don't know i don't know what show it's meant to be yeah but like they're not exactly famous people or big in the fashion industry they're just like yeah neither of them work in fashion yeah no samantha's like pr i guess you know maybe stanford got on the tickets but i don't know if he would be right in the front I feel like, yeah, that could probably be it. It's probably something to do with Stanford. Although, to be honest, it's probably that the writers didn't think about this. Everyone's at the front row at a fashion show. Oh, well, where else would you be? It's a long runway. There's lots of spots to sit. Um, So I guess they have this after party after, which... <laughs> I don't like it because Mr. Big is here. And I think this is the first time we actually hear Carrie call him Mr. Big. She's like, Major Tycoon, Major Dreamboat, majorly Ugh. out of my league. And, like, well, you're both, you're both, like, major pieces of shit. They're not too bad yet. It's a storm coming. It's starting to rain, but we're not in the thunder yet. Oh, there truly is a storm coming. So, like, Big, he's, like, telling her that he started reading her column, which, did she ever even tell him her name? Honestly, I don't even know. Because, well, he knows where she lives as well. True. That's all he really knows about her. Yeah, I mean, she did tell him she had a column. And did she never even said the name of the newspaper, because she doesn't write for, the, like, the New York Times. She writes for the New York Star, which is a fake newspaper. So, I don't know. Maybe he just... Oh, I know what. It's, he probably just got his assistant to buy, like, every newspaper or magazine until he found it. He he did, because he's rich and they hate him, so that's probably what he did. Yeah, he probably just said, oh, go out and buy me all the newspapers. Oh, it's not there. Go and buy these magazines, and just went through until he found it. Mm. Well, she does have her picture in it right next to her column, so I guess that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, but that's still, like, stalkerish behavior. Oh, absolutely. It's, uh... Well, I don't know. Maybe he was just like, can you find me whichever newspapers have a sex column in it? Because it's probably none of them, except for this one. I don't really read newspapers, but I can't imagine one being like, this is purely about sex. Not relationships, sex. Yeah. I mean, if there was a newspaper that had that, I'd probably read it. (laughs) We also get some more acting. Uh, I I know, I was really on the lookout this episode. I don't know why, but... Uh, Carrie asks Big like what he thinks about women, no, men who date models and he says, I think they're very lucky and then Carrie's face breaks, you can see her heart break 
and then she starts smiling again and asking questions. Yeah, yeah, and they both have this weird, like, flirty faces the whole time. Like, I can't even describe it. Like, Big keeps doing this weird kind of, like, eye-shifting, lip-biting thing, and I'm like, okay, I hate both of you. Um, and they're, like, super obviously flirting with each other, but at no point do they ever even try to go out with each other. I don't, I mean... Well, I mean, I guess it also turns out that, you know, another woman who is in the show is with Big. So this is the other non-white person in the, the episode. <laughs> and she starts, just, like, leaning on him and stuff. And Carrie's all just, like... Carrie looks like she's going to cry and then, like, runs off. It's like... Well, when she leaves the party, the, her voiceover says, I had never felt so invisible in my entire life. And I wrote in my notes, Carrie, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> it's like fucking the end of She's All That. What is going on? It's just like you've know you've met this guy three times now, I guess, and this guy having another woman at an event just leaning on him is enough for you to be like devastated. And it, this is like one of the worst, most invisible moments of your life. Like, have you had no hardships before? He was just talking with you. He was just having a like entire conversation with you, and then this woman comes along. She's like, "Hi," and he looks at her. And then she runs off crying. Were they actually at the event together? Because it does seem like, I mean, it's not like the first time they've met. It seems like they went as a date. I would speculate that he, like, went on a date with her, like, one date. And then she was like, I'm in a fashion show on Saturday. Do you want to come? There's an after party. And he was like, okay, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And what I think is just really shitty about it, though, is that, like, he's probably on a date with this woman, but he's... He, while he's talking to Carrie, like, this is a ridiculously flirty... I mean, like, I get that they're not, you know, like, probably legit dating or anything. But at the same time, it's like, if you're on a date with someone... Yeah. Just blatantly flirt with someone Don't else. Don't this like, woman you've clearly been, like, keeping tabs on. You, like, he's probably... He's clearly hired some, like, agent to, like, spy on her. It's real weird. Yeah. It's so bizarre. I just don't understand it at all. Yeah, that's my theory. He's definitely hired someone to spy on her. Some, like, ex-CIA, some ex-MI5, some weird, like, SAS dude, like, who is just, like, binoculars outside of her apartment. Because he's always turning... I I ended up binging a couple of the other episodes today. He just keeps showing up. Oh, yeah, like, just, just fucking go on a date. Like, I don't understand this at all. I just don't understand. It's, I don't like it. I really don't. I hate it. I hate Big. I hate Big, and I also, but I also hate Carrie. So at the same time, it's like, you know, it's fair. The universe, everything evens out. But then also, uh, Samantha's coming up to Carrie being all interested in Barkley. Yeah, do you think he'll think I'm a model? Carrie, like, tells her about his tapes, and Samantha's, like, into it. Like, she, <laughs> she's like, ooh, now I'm even more intrigued because he films all these models. <laughs> she calls him a pervert. He, wait, does Samantha yeah, call she's him like, that? Oh, what a little pervert. Like, in a sexy way? Yeah, like, she's into the idea that he's a pervert. Which, I mean, that's a very Samantha thing to say. Incredibly Samantha thing to say. So, because what, kind of, what kind of guy is worth having sex with if he's not a gigantic <laughs> pervert? In the eyes of <laughs> Samantha Jones. <laughs> uh, well, I guess, and then Carrie, so Carrie leaves, yeah. Yeah, she goes to flat with him and like basically pulls him 
yeah, Carrie leaves and goes to hail a cab because she's just like over it and she just feels like shit. And then the underwear model comes up to catch her, like just as she's about to get in the cab, which like, was he eyeing her the whole night? Like, was he, was he just waiting for her to leave? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, it seemed like it. But then he's just like, can I come home with you? Yeah. Well, then she looks right in the camera and's like, the things you gotta do in the name of research. And I feel like that was me, like, my entire master's degree. I was just constantly looking in the camera and explaining, like, the plot of my life because no one had any idea what the fuck I was doing unless I did that. So that's that's what she does. She has to explain the whole plot by looking at the camera because uh, we couldn't figure out that she was doing this for her college. That's, like, what I do when I read a script. I'm just like, ah, oh, the things I do for research. Just so everyone knows, I sit down in the cafe and I like buy a coffee. I tap my fork on the mug and I'm just like, just so everyone knows, uh, I'm reading a script for research. It's research. It's research. Yeah. (laughs) And you look right in the camera when you say it. (laughs) The camera that follows me around. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're an actor, so they do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Dave. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. (laughs) Um, So they like, they're chatting in her bed. And he basically just wants to lie there. Like, they're just having, they're just kind of having, you know, casual conversation and he doesn't want to sleep with her. Um, and he kind of makes it just seem like, you know. He he comes across as a nice guy for a bit. He's just like, oh, I don't really date other models. Like, that we don't seem to get along. And it's just, he just like has a regular conversation. It's kind of sweet, really. Yeah, it's kind of nice. And Carrie like says this beautiful line, which is like, it's hard to imagine anyone that's beautiful being lonely. Oh, well, maybe it's, it's almost like uh, models are human beings and have feelings. That's weird. It's almost like they're human beings and have feelings. It's almost like your profession like doesn't make you like an inhuman alien lizard person. <sighs> that sounds fake. I don't think that's true. When <laughs> he says that he wants to be a cop, and like those people are lizard people, I refuse to believe cops are humans. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, that's that's an absolutely valid case of having a job that makes you not human. Models? Okay. Cops? Nah. All models are bastards. All models are brainless, <laughs> according to the show. AMAB. <laughs> AMAB. Um, so that's their nice little, uh, it looks like it's going to be a hookup with this, with this uh, model guy, but then it ends up just being kind of like a, a sweet you know, hang out instead. They just have, like, a little sleepover. So that's kind of nice. Meanwhile, though, speaking of sex... Ugh! Uh, so Samantha is sleeping with Barkley, the dog, um, and she's... They're sort of, like... It seems like they're about halfway through, and she's like, so where's the camera? <laughs> oh, it's just... It just sent a shiver down my spine. I hate that she asks... Uh, but I mean, I also hate that he has the cameras in the first place. But like, the worst part of it is that he's like, I usually only film models, Ugh. and she's just like, I don't mind. And at first, I was almost expecting him to be like, Yeah, I'm not gonna film this because <laughs> <laughs> I knew that she would leave in a hump. But I was like, Oh yeah, it's gonna be. He's gonna say no because you're not a model. Yeah, yeah. But no, but he he pulls like a sh- like a shirt. I don't even off think of- it's a shirt. I think it's like one of those yellow pieces of notepad paper. Yeah, like it's just it's just something covering the camera, I guess. So I guess maybe he just has it he has it rolling at all times or something. I don't. know. Yeah, which makes it even more like creepier and perverted and like just disgusting that he has it on all the time and covered. 
Yeah. And were like digital cameras popular back then? Like, I mean, like I'm sure they existed, but they weren't the kind of thing you owned at home. So this is probably being filmed on like a tape. Yeah. So it's probably just, you know, there's only like there's a finite amount of tape. Well, I mean, it'd be maybe too much for him to get up like butt naked, put on, put in the cassette, find it, like press play, check he's got the angles right. It's still not great. I want to get this over and done with as soon as possible. It's not great. And then, God, so he, so, and then kind of like his scene earlier, Samantha also has a thing where she, like, looks at the camera and she's just, she makes this really aggressive sex face at the camera when she knows where it is. And just, it's just, it kills me. I just, I hate to look at it. Oh, me too. I just, oh, just like, it's not great. This is Samantha. We also had another, uh, our final girl, because Charlotte doesn't really do anything this episode, but Miranda also has a scene this evening. So she is at the store, and Skipper runs into her there. Stalker. And I really am confused. Like, did he he follow her there? Like, literally, how does he know? Like, does he just know where she shops? Like, New York is huge. And he, he shows up, and he starts confronting her about not returning his calls. And he's like, we had a connection. And Miranda says, oh, I don't know, which is just my favorite reaction to it. She's, he's like, you know, we had a really nice connection. And she's just like, eh, are you sure? But the thing is that I hate is, you know, he can't take the hint. He just keeps going. Yeah. And all it takes, all it takes for Miranda to change her mind is Skipper calls her gorgeous. He, he calls her luminous. Like she's a light bulb. Yeah, like, that's all it takes, and then it's just, like, a light switches, and she invites him home. Like, that's it. Like, she's over it, and then just suddenly she's like... Yeah, and he's, like, a five-year-old. He's like, oh, I need to pay for my Captain Crunch. And she's like, I have cereal at home, and it just makes him look like this immature baby. Miranda has, like, muesli. She doesn't have, like, sugary cereal. No, yeah, yeah, Miranda eats... I would not eat Miranda's cereal, probably. Even though I am a Miranda, I still like me some, you know, some... Not, like, crazy sugary cereal, but I'm not gonna eat... I'm not gonna be over here eating, like, like plain Cheerios, so... So, and that's pretty... That was pretty much it for Miranda, I guess. And Samantha. So we really just have Carrie. Carrie left. Stanford calls her, and she reveals that she just slept in the same bed as Derek, the underwear model. Yeah, and Stanford's all kind of... Because that's so bizarre to me. Like, in what world did you call your friend to be like, did you see where my model went at the end of last night? Like, he he basically just wants to know where he ended up. And it's like, literally, this would never happen. No, and why is, like... He's so relieved, because he thinks this means that he's gay. But he's, like, so relieved that he's gay. Or might be gay. And it's like, Stanford, you can't be doing this. It's unprofessional. Stanford chill for one second like he's 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 a pretty looking guy but he's not i just i don't understand just chill also if he is a model agent presumably he has like a million other models you would think and yet who knows he probably only needs one model to have to support himself in new york city so (laughs) yeah you just have one person on your books that's how agents work Oh well, yeah, absolutely. They just that's that's why he does so good. That's why he got him that really good underwear because he's dedicating all his time to this one black pair of underwear. Okay, and then Carrie runs into Big again because she's at this diner, and Big just shows up at this diner. He shows up and then he says like one thing to her and then leaves. Can I just talk about 
for a second how adorable Carrie's pigtails are in this scene. She has her hair in these like just big bushy pigtails because her hair is really curly, and I love it so much. Um, me too. I feel like she is because she's pretty brave for rocking pigtails. I always feel weird having them in. Yeah, I feel kind of childish with it. Yeah, but she rocks it. Yeah, she does. I'm taking as you know a curly girl. I'm going to take some inspiration from her. Yeah, it looks really good on her. Um, but yeah, like Big only talks to her for like a minute. Like he comes in and. And then, oh, yeah, and then he says that really cheesy line. He's doing the whole flirt face again, uh, where he's just, like, he kind of just comes in to talk about how, like, you know, you could be with this really beautiful girl, but all you want is the girl who makes you laugh. And Carrie kind of, like, her face kind of lights up. But has she ever made him laugh? I don't know. Carrie's not funny. Like, Carrie thinks she's funny, but she's not. Yeah, but she's not. She's witty, but she's not funny. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, no, and I don't think he's she's ever made him laugh. I don't think I've ever seen him laugh. At least not in like a in like a genuine way, not he's laughed, you know, condescendingly. I'm trying to imagine him laughing now because he is very like he just has this kind of deep serious voice all the time, so I feel like his voice would be more of like a chuckle, but just He doesn't a wry smile is like the most you get out of big. Yeah, he's not a funny person. Like he doesn't have that much of a sense of humor, aside from like being kind of sly sometimes. That's it. But I don't understand why neither of them are just asking each other out at this point. Like they just he just leaves. Not even at hey, what's your number? Yeah, not at all. It does it doesn't but he leaves and then and then Carrie gets to say beauty is fleeting, but a rent controlled apartment overlooking the park is forever. Is it though? I don't think it is. <laughs> we will find out later in the show that it is not. <laughs> but um so that was the episode. Yeah, it was terrible. It was awful. I hated it. So, okay, so wait, if we do want to rank them from best to worst this episode, how are they going to fall? Like, I think Samantha was the best, maybe. I mean, Samantha is like, I would I would go Samantha was slightly creepy with this whole thing. I feel like Carrie was definitely the worst. I would go Carrie fourth, Miranda for actually even talking to Skipper, and then sam and then charlotte oh so charlotte is the best in this episode because she doesn't appear aside from one scene she doesn't do anything but hate her thighs but then you know that's relatable that's fair yeah i was gonna say okay so carrie's definitely last for me this is this is going to be a lot of episodes until we get to maybe like season two or three because there's a lot of charlotte episodes that i really hate in the, in, in the later seasons but um carrie's the worst I was going to say maybe Miranda and then Charlotte and then Samantha. But yeah, Samantha is kind of creepy. But at the same time, it's kind of entertaining. But they're all bad except for because Charlotte doesn't do anything. I don't know. They're all the worst. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. It's it's true. Um, Questions. We got the first one from Tumblr user Billbox Fieri. Uh, and it says, hey there, long-time listener, first-time caller. I've never watched the show, but if it took place in the city you lived in, how would it be different? Hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't really know 1998 London. What about current day? I mean, I would say if it was like 2018, then I think they wouldn't be in cabs. They'd be on the train all the time. No one takes cabs. True. Yeah, true. 
no one takes cabs and they'd be more showing them more at work as well perhaps and i feel like every single relationship would be way more awkward okay interesting i mean people do obviously have one night stands it just wouldn't be like some smooth guy in a bar it's just like hey you want to go back to mine it would they'd be talking for like a couple of hours and then give each other their number and then go home and then never speak to each other again just be all kind of slightly a bit more shame okay a bit more shame i feel like I feel like the characters in the show, they could afford to feel a bit more shame at some times. They absolutely could. Especially Carrie. Carrie could feel a lot more shame. Um, Let me think. So maybe I'll use my hometown instead of uh, where I'm currently living. So I've only been here for like five months. So I don't know if I could really give a good good judge on that but so so i'm from uh victoria in canada which is uh i would call it like the portland of canada almost um it's like uh it's near vancouver so it's on the west coast so it's you know pacific northwest and um it's very much the hipstery it's it's very much like you know people are super into craft beers and like kombucha and stuff like they're very you know hip but at the same time it's you know it's called the city for the newly wed and the nearly dead so there's a lot of really old people there um and it costs a lot of money to live there so i feel like part of it would be you know there would still be the you know really stupidly expensive apartment that you're somehow living in despite you know working at starbucks or something um and then i feel like it would be more like people dating more i mean they already kind of date a bit aged up in the show but i feel like there'd be more dating older than that because there's more older people in victoria and so Mm -hmm. they'd they'd always be really you know picky instead of drinking cocktails all the time they'd probably be drinking you know like different craft beers instead and they'd be really snobby about it um and then they'd be dating these older people who could you know maybe pay for their apartments um but not older like 40 maybe older like 60 um not that people do that in Victoria, but just to make it kind of... <laughs> just to make it a little bit scandalous, you know? A little bit scandalous. Yeah, I don't know. But the I, so the place I'm from isn't, you know, a huge city like, uh, like you know, London or New York. It's, you know, maybe 300,000 people. So that would make it a little bit different, too. So there's no... You wouldn't take a cab. You'd be on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so for both of us, it's just public transport. Like, no one's getting a cab. Yeah. So, like, if Carrie lived there, she'd be like, what, you expect me to drive? And they're like, you literally need to drive. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Like, the amount of times I've been on the train and sat next to someone who is, like, fully decked out in, like, designer clothes. And it all, like, it's clearly, like, a businessman. Yeah. Like, someone who has money and could afford to drive, but, like, why would they drive in a city like London when you don't have to? It's, like, pound fifty. you know. Why would you bother? No, for sure. Yeah, so I think that's how it'd be different for uh, Victoria. <laughs> it both sound better. Next question. This is from Summer. So, Interstellar Princess on Tumblr, aka Summer, uh, artist of the show, has said, What drink pairs best with an episode of SATC? Good question. I mean, I feel like the obvious answer would be a cosmopolitan because, you know, that's Carrie's go-to drink. Yeah, a Cosmo or a martini. I don't know if personally that's what I would pair with it, though. I mean, personally, I would pair like a tall glass of milk with this show. (laughs) Why? To wash down how much I hate it. Milk. 
no, I <laughs> I would probably have a beer with the show or a Caesar because that's what I like. Those are like things I like to drink. I don't know if it would pair best with the show. Maybe a, a Caesar because it's a little bit spicy and the show has some spicy takes. So <laughs> that's my answer. <laughs> I like I like whiskey. Um just on the rocks because I'm like a 50 year old man at heart okay yeah I mean I'd go for that I feel like you need hard liquor occasionally just need to pound some drinks and then watch a show you do sometimes I feel like I need I haven't been drinking before these recording these episodes so I feel like I'm this is just you know I'm missing out oh and I guess the other thing this is for the the last question if it took place in Victoria instead of here like there would be the craft beer but instead of drinking they would be smoking weed so um (laughs) that's the other thing (laughs) so okay so that's those are what would pair best with sex in the city third question we have from uh from friend of the show tumblr user at least five lizards uh and they're asking it's already well established that all men suck at tinder no exceptions what would the perfect man's tinder profile look like I think this is because before we recorded, I was complaining about guys on Tinder um, in the Discord. So I don't know. I feel like, all right, I think regular photos, right? You need one by yourself, at the very least. My clear photo of you, not a headshot. Don't know how many fucking headshots I've seen. And it's like, because it's so like, oh, I'm an actor. And it's like, you can just buy headshots not that impressive so i think your name your age where you are maybe something just a bit about yourself maybe a little bit witty if you are witty don't try and just steal jokes off the internet true clear photo of you couple of photos to prove you have friends yeah that's good and then nothing creepy yeah nothing creepy is the big thing that's asking a lot i think don't be creepy it is asking a lot, but also I feel like it should be reasonable, you know? Um, I've never used Tinder to find a guy before because I literally have only ever used Tinder for girls before because I was terrified of the prospect of of talking to men. Um, <laughs> That's fair. So I, uh, I've never... But, there, but there's still some things that I can say, like, I would be horrified by and mostly just... I don't know. I guess I would want some text there. Like, there's got to be something there. Because I do actually, I like, well, when I was using Tinder, like, I'm not single now, so I haven't used it in months. But, like, um, I will read the bio. Like, I'm not just going to look at the photos and then swipe on it. Well, like, the other thing is you have the dynamic of I'm single and you're not. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, yeah. I was on Tinder earlier, and this guy, I, I want a submissive to do all these things with and i was like no (laughs) just listing off like his sexual kinks and it's like don't fucking do that there are some intense faux pas that on tinder like one thing i notice a lot if you um if you're looking at girls on tinder one thing you'll notice is that a lot of them are a picture of this really beautiful girl with her toe boyfriend and it says like the bio is just looking for a third yeah Please don't be that person. Please don't be that person. And my other complaint is one Snapchat filter maximum. Because if you use them in every single photo, I'm just going to assume you're ugly. Especially <laughs> if it's the first if it's the first photo. 
So like yeah. that's my other that's my other big thing. I think the other thing where I would assume you're ugly if is if all of your photos are with your friends and I can't tell which one is you. Have at least one single photo and try to make it like your first one, I think. One other thing that's a huge plus is if you have like a dog or a cat in your photo. That's, that's also true. good. And I yeah. think just be I think be honest about what you want. You know, because as much as those guys are creepy, at least they're just saying what they want to get out of it, which is true. Fair enough. You know, if you yes. want, if you're just like, I just want to hook up. Okay, cool. I'm not into it. If you're like, hey, I want to go on a date, maybe get to know people, see how it goes. All right, cool. I'm into that. True. True. Be upfront. Yeah. But I think the ideal Tinder profile for a guy would be uh, a single girl. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, that's really the that's really the perfect way to be. That's the perfect way to do it. Don't be a man. <laughs> yes, don't be a man. That's just what you should always be doing. <laughs> Aim for that. Okay, I guess we had one other question from Discord. So, uh, our uh, someone in Discord said, um, "Does Big have yeeks?" And so this is a reference to the <laughs> fact that uh, in the last episode they were talking about how Big was like you know the next Donald Trump, except for younger and more attractive. And as we have confirmed on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Trump does have yeeks. He does, in fact, have yeeks. <laughs> unfortunately so does big have yeeks is the thing what do you think i mean he's he's a thick boy he's a thick boy he he a big boy but like that doesn't necessarily equal yeeks and he is always in a suit we haven't had a good look yet but i mean i'd say definitely or possibly maybe we'll be on the yeeks lookout in future episodes and we'll report back yeeks watch yeeks watch 2018 yeah We'll check it out. He's got he's got more hair than Trump. He does. Um, he has nice hair, you know. He does have really nice hair. His head has got a good thing going on. Like he's got a nice face and he's got he's, nice hair. So. He's got nice eyebrows. He is nice. They're nice and thick. He's kind of got like the broad shoulders. Like he's 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 a good looking guy, despite the fact that he's a piece of shit. So I feel like a lot of this is probably just going to be awkwardly like you know you know Big is kind of hot, but but we hate him. We hate him, but he's kind of hot. But that's just the thing about, you know, TV is that the actors have to be good looking for the most part. I mean, there's exceptions. Lots of the guys they date are butt ugly, but like also, but he's like the main love interest of the show. Like, of course, they're going to get a relatively hot guy to play him. So, well, that's all our questions. So if you want to send us a question next week, you can send it to us on um, citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. Uh, or at citygirlsmakedo at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at citygirlsmakedo. And I guess you can follow me on Twitter at Age of Oddish, uh, or on Tumblr at Windfall Island. And you can follow me on Tumblr at Dort Phoenix. Awesome. So this has been another episode of City Girls Make Do. So uh, I guess we're probably going to be putting these up on Sundays, it looks like. All right, well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>